Welcome to Motherload, a podcast for ambitious entrepreneurial mothers who are navigating the good, the bad, the ugly, and the beautiful when it comes to the relationship between their desire to succeed and their devotion to motherhood. I'm your host, Lindsay Roselle, a serial entrepreneur, growth and performance coach, and boy mama of two. Each week, I'll bring you solo episodes, engaging interviews, and candid conversations that expand your capacity to do both things well, help you feel less alone, and hopefully bring a little levity to what can otherwise feel like a very heavy load. I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk about microdosing specifically psilocybin mushroom microdosing, although I will also touch on microdosing some other psychedelics that have been turned into small doses and and how those are being used. I wanted to cover this just in a short episode because I've talked a little bit about it. I've hinted at it here and there on my social media and in other episodes, had a few questions about it. And I am also launching with a collaborator, launching a program that will include microdosing uh, later this fall. So I want to be candid about my use and my experience with it and what brought me to it and how I apply it in my life and give a little bit more information to hopefully make it a little less taboo. I understand that psilocybin and some of the other plant medicines that I use in microdosing are considered to be quote unquote illegal in most states. Uh, Colorado is in the process of decriminalizing them as of this election season. So hopefully here in Colorado, it won't be an issue anymore. But no matter what you believe, I I hope that you're open-minded to hearing my experience with them and perhaps doing some of your own research and finding out if it's something you'd like to explore for your own healing and brain development and growth. And as I'm going to talk about in the episode, enhancement to an inner work practice. Microdosing has been incredibly powerful in really helping me refine some of the habits and patterns that I still struggle with even after years of inner work especially managing my ADHD, which I'll touch on a little bit. So when I say microdosing, I am referring to psilocybin, which is contained in mushrooms. So, you know, the old quote unquote magic mushrooms, that's what I'm talking about. I purchased mine through several different sources that I will happily share. If you are somebody that's legitimately interested, you can DM me. And my dosages for psilocybin microdosing are very, very small. So the whole point of a microdose is that It is under the level of conscious perception. So you're not taking enough to feel any effect. You're not tripping. You're not having a hallucination. You're not on a psychedelic. You're not high. You know, these are all things I had to explain to my mom. (laughs) Um, And it's not going to show up on a drug test if you get randomly drug tested. Like, you know, these are old school worries about this stuff. Most of the dosages that that I've taken in my microdosing protocols are between 0.15 and 0.35 grams. So very small. You don't really feel it. And you don't take it every day. So there's a couple different protocols. I'm not going to go into depth on that, but there's a couple different ways to take them. But the idea is you take them for a couple days or one day, and then you take a couple days off. So your brain has time to cycle. And what the psilocybin does is it goes in and creates some neural pathway changes. And so it starts to help you think about things differently. And if you've been paying attention to the mass media, there's more and more conversation around bigger doses of psilocybin and MDMA and ketamine and some of these other psychedelics for severe trauma healing. So they'll give you a big dose and you're monitored with a doctor and a therapist and they take you through PTSD or big traumas. Microdosing really isn't 
like that. I think that it can probably be used in conjunction with some of those things. But for me and, and the people I know that use microdosing consistently and the education I've received about microdosing through the plant medicine mastermind I'm in, microdosing is more of a long-term process to get to some of those type of changes in the brains, the rewiring and the processing of trauma and the healing and getting rid of habits and patterns and things like that in a slower way. So over time, where it's more integrated into your life, you get this imperceptible shift that does actually help rewire the brain. You just don't get the big trippy high, which can sometimes be scary or confronting and has to be supervised. So for me, I started with microdosing through this mastermind that I'm in. Uh, we were educated about it. We were given some options. I started with psilocybin, but I also purchased some LSD tincture, which is also administered in such a tiny dose that you're definitely, this isn't the LSD of like the seventies and the raves or, I mean, I never did mushrooms before, you know, <laughs> before really stepping into microdosing and this plant medicine mastermind. I never did LSD recreationally. Like that's why when I did ayahuasca, it was such a big deal to like go do a psychedelic but I have found that the microdosing for me, I'm fine that I don't know what a big dose of those things would feel like necessarily, like the big hero doses that you take to go through the trauma release or like the trauma therapy stuff with them because I'm using them so intentionally with my inner work that I'm not looking for this radical change. I'm looking for an enhancement to the work I'm already doing on myself. So I have microdosed psilocybin mostly, but also some LSD. The analogy that somebody made for me, and I don't know if this is scientifically accurate, but I believe it's at least it's a helpful analogy, is that psilocybin works on serotonin and LSD works on dopamine in the brain. So serotonin is like the feel good, kind of calm, happy, level out everything chemical in your brain. Dopamine is like that quick hit. Like we get the dopamine hit when we scroll. We get the dopamine hit when we eat something that tastes good. Like it's that quick fire reward system. And so psilocybin microdosing is like oil in the engine. It's going to smooth everything out. It enhances serotonin, right? So it's smoothing everything out. It's making everything flow better. It might relubricate, rewire some stuff. Um, and it's used more in that kind of like, I just need to level everything out and feel pretty good. LSD microdosing, because it works on dopamine, has a much more outward, external, like social extroverted effect. And I noticed this in my protocols where when I'm doing psilocybin consistently, I feel like elevated without feeling like I'm on, on my Ritalin. I do have a Ritalin prescription. I've had ADHD diagnosed my entire adult life. I don't take my Ritalin regularly anymore because I found microdosing to be so helpful. But if you're familiar with the ADHD drugs, you take them and you like feel this like it's an amphetamine. <laughs> like You feel the, the lift. With psilocybin, I feel that. It's not like that kind of pharmaceutical, like buzzy feeling. Now with LSD, I also notice that same lift, but not, whereas psilocybin gives me the lift and then I kind of just want to like hang with myself and like get to work and level stuff off. LSD's lift is like, the word I use is like, I feel turned on, not necessarily sexually turned on, but just turned on by the world. I'm extroverted. I'm interested in ideas. I want to consume stuff. I'm more social, all these things. So there are different nuances to each type of plant medicine that you would use in a microdose. And I am not an expert on all of those. And there's definitely resources I can share to learn more. But the two that I've done consistently are those two. And 
that's the effect that they have for me. So, and of course, I'm getting these from trusted suppliers. So I'm able to pick the strain of mushroom. I know what its effects are because they've been studied. And there are multiple strains. There's some strains that are more calming and more creativity boosting. And then there's some strains that are more like physical and energetic. There's so much to it that I'm not going to go into on this episode because I'm not an expert on. But I do have trusted suppliers that have single strain blends where I are single strain microdoses available where you can go and really experiment with which ones make you feel the best and, and give you the, the effect that you're looking for. So for me, I've found a couple favorites and I use them in 30 day batches. I, I use them to help me through seasons of creativity or overwhelm or travel or launching, <laughs> you know, and right now I'm in a season of overwhelm. So I started a new one this month that's focused on creativity and kind of heart-centered and softening and just allowing things to go at their own pace because I'm feeling so wound up about how behind I am on everything. So another really important thing about microdosing that I want to touch on and as part of the demystification, and that's like what I'm trying to do with this episode is just give you a little overview and my personal experience with it without going into too much depth because I am not an expert, but I very strongly believe in the power of this stuff. One of the things I've learned about microdosing from all my mentors and teachers who have taught me about it, as well as my own experience is this isn't something, it's not like a supplement that you're popping in the morning and not in like a vitamin and going about your day. The secret with microdosing is that as you take the pill, most microdoses are already, you know, in little capsules, the ground mushroom in there, that the microdosing protocol is paired with an inner work protocol. It's very much intentional what you're looking at for that 30-day microdosing protocol period. So it's not just 30 days, like I go 60 or 90 days at a time. But the idea with microdosing that pretty much everybody who is in this space and who educates and who is experienced with microdosing is that in order for it to have the effect on your brain that really you notice and that really has an impact on your day-to-day -day life in a positive, long-lasting way, it has to be paired with the intentional inner work. So for me, that looks like every 30-day cycle picking either a project in my business or something with my mindset that I want to focus on or something with my kids and my relationship with my kids that I want to focus on or something in my relationship with RT that I want to focus on. And not only do I pick the strain of mushroom that I think will complement that intention the best, but I also, every time I take the medicine, I'm journaling about it that day. Like, you know, today is microdose day, today's dose day. Because often, as a side note, most protocols will have you take a dose like one day on, two days off, or three days on, four days off. There's different protocols. So dose days are different than integration days. So on dose days, I have a specific intention setting ritual that I do. And on off days or integration days, I have more of an integration focus. And it's very, very important in your microdosing experience. And if you're starting to add microdosing into some of your healing practices, that you pair it with intention around your inner work. So I definitely wanted to touch on that because that was really taught to me through the people who have educated me about microdosing is that you can't just treat it like a vitamin and expect that it's going to like miraculously heal you. You have to teach your brain. You have to really set the intention and the neural pathways of what you want it to go in there and do. Just as you would if you sat down with a therapist and took three grams of it and went on a, a journey you'd want to set an intention for the trauma you want to unlock and release or the experience that you want to have taking a big dose of the medicine. You still want to give 
a small dose of the medicine, the same intention and the same permission in your mind to go and have its effect. So those are the things that I wanted to touch on just in this little overview of of demystifying uh, microdosing. There is lots of great accounts, are lots of great accounts on social media where you can learn more. I follow several that are like moms on mushrooms and microdosing mamas and stuff like that. And like I mentioned, me and a collaborator partner are going to be launching a mastermind for moms that has some microdosing included in it. So watch for that. That'll be launching in November 2022 here and starts in February 2023. So if you're listening to this in any of that time range, please reach out if you're interested in more information. We'll do some more episodes on that as it gets closer. But otherwise, always, no matter when you're listening to this and whatever your thoughts are, as always, I invite you to DM me. I love DM conversations about the podcast and your thoughts on it. As always, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Lindsay Roselle or at motherload.pod. I'm also happy to answer any questions about this microdosing stuff. I don't believe there's any shame in it. And you know, my thoughts on it being quote unquote illegal or that there's a lot of things about our country that don't make a whole lot of sense. And, and I believe that that's one of them. So that is all for today. Uh, thank you again for listening and I'll see you on a future episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and know someone else that would benefit from today's conversation, it would mean so much to me if you share this episode with them or even share it to your social media and tag me so I can personally thank you. As always, I am so grateful you're on this journey with me. And until next time, remember that even when the load feels really heavy, you are never alone.